bad boy. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You have tuned in live to the Flyer Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I am your host, Mark Stewart, here with my partner in crime, as always, Mr. Rob Hunter Jr. That's my news. Partner, <laughs> what's going on, my brother? We're about to say some serious news stuff. <laughs> what's going on, man? What's up, G? How you, man? You know I can't call it. I'm just out here, just trying to, trying to get through to really. I'm, honestly, I'm trying to like get this basketball season done, injury free. Yeah, uh, you failed. To, to <laughs> well, or get or not injury free. Let me yeah, rephrase. Okay, get guys back because I just want to see the best possible playoff sure. so i want the guys that are gone to come back please and then i'm ready to see some baseball like as a baseball fan, oh yeah 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 yeah, definitely so we're in that little weird yeah, definitely spot of the year baseball. right now and normally what would take me through is the tournament which we're going to talk a little bit about today but i'm just my interest level has been a little down on that um so i'm just kind of here like doing right here in the middle weather's getting nicer here in atlanta you know, all that kind of stuff. So, because I have a whole like spring and summer routine, but it doesn't start until you can like be outside on a regular basis. And now we're starting to get to that point. Yes. Yeah. The, the past, not today, but the past two days. It was like great. 70 be- yeah, beautiful days. A um, couple things I uh, want to get into before we get into a uh, pretty in depth sports conversation today. And I guess this one is actually the intersection of sports and entertainment. Former Major League Baseball star, he was a star for maybe five, six year period. Uh, Carl Crawford, a guy uh, hailed from Texas, Houston, Texas, uh, left the game and started a record company. A lot of athletes do that. Very few of those athletes actually find an artist and promote and market an artist into stardom. He did that with his company, 1501 Records. Uh, They broke and established Meg Thee Stallion. Um, Meg Thee Stallion broke through. We all know who she is. And now they're beefing. And they're beefing on Twitter. And they're beefing in the courts. Yes. They're going at each other. Yes, yes. I uh, When I was – you put me up on this story because I hadn't heard about it. Um, and Carl Crawford, yes, did have uh, some wonderful years with Tampa. Tampa. Um, he played for the Dodgers and for the Yeah, Red but he Sox. was like the only good thing in Tampa yeah, for, for like for, a very yeah, long minute. time. Yeah, true. And I just, you know, I did not know that this guy was a three-sport superstar uh, coming out of Texas. He's one of the best athletes to ever come out of Texas. Mm-hmm. He had Division One scholarship offer in uh, football from USC, Nebraska. Uh, had uh, UCLA wanted him to play point guard, scholarship offer, and he went pro in baseball right out of high school. So as I started thinking about this, and then I started looking at I mean, this man made almost $200 million playing baseball. And then I was like, and you discovered Meg Thee Stallion. I was like, this this guy is the epitome of winner. <laughs> what is like, it you don't yeah, do? Yeah, like I want to follow you around yeah. the dog track yeah. a little bit. You know, like how do you how do you do like you like most people are fighting to get recognized in one sport. He could have went in 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 any in any of the, the three major sports, bat 290 uh for a career. In baseball, I mean, very legit. Oh my gosh! And then and and you discover Meg Thee Stallion, like so. Then I then I, I started looking at his website. I'm like, yo, this is a legit 
music website. Like he's got legit artists. Oh no, no they have a legit sort of me- delivery mechanism. They didn't get lucky. Yeah, because they've had they had. A, I don't know if they broke the artist, but they had another hit. I'm so I started thinking, man, he's not getting celebrated. Like I don't know what the the beef between him and Meg the Stallion apparently is. Uh, she didn't fulfill the end of her uh, recording. He owes. He, he fifty one oh one music is saying that fifteen oh one fifteen oh one yeah. is saying that she owes the label I believe uh, one more master recording. She released a compilation album. I think it was two more. Two and more. They're trying to argue that she owes three more. But so twelve. But and she put some previously released material out. But they want I believe twelve master recordings. New, yeah, new, new recordings. recordings. And I think the problem for for uh, Megan is. If the paperwork does read that way, and I have no reason to believe that a, a dude with this kind, his kind of resources, the uh, the paperwork wouldn't be tight, you know. And Damon Dash said this: like paperwork means nothing if you can't enforce it in the court. And this guy has the resources to uphold, uh, or, or or if he is correct, make her fulfill the end of her, you know, end of her contractual obligation. So, um, I, I I'm not taking a side, but I I, I see. I've been a part of the record business uh, directly and adjacent for a very long time. And a lot of times you see artists who um, on their first deal, their first opportunity, they're willing to do anything. They're they're at the sessions on time. And a lot of times when they break through, uh, things can change. That dynamic can change and people change. And money does change people. Money, especially when you've never had it. Um, And I'm not saying this has happened to her, but I have seen, you know, we know some of those stories directly. Uh, been a part of those stories that you know this is just part of generally what happens um, yeah yeah I mean artists um, they they feel like I've gone as far as I can with this small label out of Texas and in, in the Meg's case she's now with uh, Rock Nation she's with that uh, crew of guys and I'm sure they're working hard to free her but Carl, because of, to the point that you made, because I think most people, when they get into this position, and I've been here before, where where you go, look, just make me whole, give me, you know, what I spent, plus whatever, some overrides, woo woo, and there's usually some deal to be made to let an artist go on to what that next thing is. And in the case of what he's doing, he's like, look, nah, I'm gonna fight this. And because here's the thing, most what scares most people, and this is what I actually. And I want to be, I have to be sensitive because I represent talent. I have a label, but I also manage. Um, so I, I get both sides. Um, but you get, you ultimately, the artist gets to this point where they want to they wanna disconnect. And then the, the label entity wants to do what's best for them. When you're in the music business, you feel that if you don't play along, like if you have a label or you have a joint venture, you feel like there's going to be some repercussion to you down the line. So you 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 work it out. Carl's not from the music industry. He's from baseball and he's got a lot of money. So he's looking at this going like, nah. Right. He's looking at this like like you're like a contractor at his house. Like you're gonna have to we gonna have to we digging in for this. Um he's not worried about being cool with Universal or being cool with Jay Z or being cool with, you know, any other other entities that are involved. Um and that usually plays a factor. And because of that, they're in court, and then he just countersued her. So they're going to be in a court for a while, and it's two things that are in balance here, and then we'll move on. She has the, like, 
the label usually never wins these things in the public battle because the, everybody sides with the artist. It's the name they know. They feel she's a woman. They feel sympathy it's, it's for It's the her. reverse of sports, right? Normally yeah. the fan sides with, with the owner. Yeah, with the organization. <laughs> um, but And then she has the the ability to go on. She's, you know, accused them of drug use. Powderhead. Yeah, you know. Like, hey, pill hey, easy. You know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, she knows that if she says that, it'll, like, all her fans will be like, yeah, 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 you know, this guy. And they'll just, you know, he just becomes a villain. Um, even though he may be very much in his rights to enforce his contract. Um, and then on the flip side, the part that he's got to look towards and look at um, is just how much money he wants to spend to uh, enforce this deal. Yeah, and, you know? and, and the difference is, though, and I, and I made this point when I started, a lot of times these boutique labels don't have the resources that he does. He's got the resources. You know, right. I mean, he saw every dollar of that that contract roughly around $172 million. So he's got the resources to, to do that, uh, to, to fight it in court. Yeah. Whereas most of your boutique labels, even the successful ones, they're maybe worth eight figures sometimes, maybe. And this guy has the, I mean, he's got the, the, the resources and seemingly the, the, uh, you know the legal stamina to to yeah to do it. Um, and, and, and what she has to worry about is is burning off a good part of her prime career, trying to throw bad records out or throw out mixtapes to like workarounds. And, but then why wouldn't you just release? I, I, when I was reading, why 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 wouldn't you just give him the twelve master recordings and just move on? If if, if literally all you got to do is just release some records, some new material. Well, I don't think it's just release some records. I think they're trying to build and 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 go beyond where they started. And I think that record company, fifteen oh one, did a really good job. Like like it's one of the success stories of a sort of independent approach breaking through, and they did an amazing job. I'm not mad theoretically at Carl for going, nah, like let's stick to what we're doing. Yeah. Now that there may be things that need to be tightened up. They need to make sure she maybe has more money, you know, all the to- sort of things that an artist deserves once they do have success, but you have to be willing to come to the table for that. Like you can't just be sitting back sniping, but there's a, like it's money for him, but it's time for her and she may not have time on her side. So well, and that's why I was saying, why don't you just go ahead and just record the records yeah, you, like, but that means you got to work with obligation. him. But that means you got to work with him. Yeah, and you got to work with and that. And then company. the label, you know, normally has to approve. Right, that's the what I'm saying. On the, yeah. on the on the so just, they got to work together. Yeah, and she's got to be willing to do so that. Maybe so maybe it could be like a Master P, uh, Snoop Dogg, Death Row, where he was still basically a Death Row artist, but Master P. Uh, got Snoop. was that how that worked? Yeah, well, theoretically, that's how it worked. He gave him some money and he gave him a little bit more on top of it, and uh, you know. They were able to move on. It was similar to the when Dre moved on to Death Row, uh, and his records. A lot of those records that they made um, were still paying Ruthless. Were the records paying Ruthless, or was it just that Ruthless still had publishing on Dre? Oh, I, my, was I, it publishing I, or was it masters? Now that because that's I an don't. important distinction. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, in, in a music yeah. discussion. But anyway, we're gonna keep an eye on that because that is, believe me, when I tell you that is nowhere near resolution. Uh, they're gonna be when you get the the suit and then the countersuit. Uh, there's gonna be lots of depositions and uh, they're gonna have to bring forward books and. But shouldn't it all just boil down to the paperwork though? I mean, is there, isn't there a straight line? Like this is what the contract no, says. No, because there's interpretation of paperwork and then there's. Because you 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 have a dep- you have depositions, 
based on what's there. Like you would think that you just put it in the middle and you go, oh, you know, it's not it's not arbitration. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's not just interpreting it. You're going to there'll be depositions. All these things will get put in the record. Then there'll be experts. Of experts, I need they they'll they'll settle at some point. I would imagine, but there's a run up. There's a process to get to the point of ultimately going to trial. In both cases, I just say go make the records. Of course, like I, I mean, obviously, but like, like to me, you all like I don't think you ever walk into a courtroom in the music industry, like ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you never end up in the courtroom. Just make the joints and just. Yeah, get there's out of always it. a resolution amongst the parties because, like, I, I, we, you, you deal, you see these copyright infringement suits where you know there, it's like you go, man, that's just too close to be coincidental. And I think you saw this in the um, the Justin Timberlake case. It went to court, and then you got twelve people who don't know shit about music making a music decision. Right. They learned a very difficult lesson in that. Like, you don't let that go into the public's hands. And then now you have a bunch of copyright infringement suits. You got one with Dua Lipa right now. We way off in the music shit, but uh, that will get, I promise you it'll get settled. There's no way didn't, you're going to let that Didn't the, uh, the Robin Thicke record go all the way to court? Yeah, that's what, that's the one oh. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, said Justin Timberlake. I meant yeah. uh, Robin Thicke, excuse me. Justin didn't mean to put you in that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but Justin. Pharrell was involved with yeah. both. They went all the way there and they got hammered. Yes. They got hammered. Yeah. They should have just gave that percentage and gave that money. Shout out to Marvin and them family. Um, yeah, so um, but anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. So let's talk about um we gotta give uh an, an acknowledgement. And it's it's happened a while ago, but we're just now taping. Um LeBron officially became LeBron James, I'm gonna say his whole name, um, because it's a, uh, quite an accomplishment to become officially the second uh, highest scoring player, this regular season player uh, in the history of the NBA, passing Karl Malone. And there's only one player ahead of him right now, and that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which I believe he is on pace to get at this rate. He might get it this season at the rate he's been scoring. <laughs> uh, but like middle, I think middle of next year, um, barring any injury or any any weirdness with uh, pandemic or anything. So um, you know his assault on the record book continues. And it is really one of the uh, unbelievable sports feats that you don't really, I think when Kareem said it, if you're a basketball fan and aficionado, you really kind of looked at it and went, I don't see this ever coming down. This is the equivalent of the big, you know, Hank Aaron overtaking Babe Ruth when it, when it does happen. It's a, it's a pretty big deal in sports because you thought it was a mark that would stand. So you got to give him credit. We want to take a minute to, uh, acknowledging for that yeah that was uh as i was doing my research and i saw that he had passed uh carl it was on i saw okay wait he passed him on i believe it's 12 less shots but more importantly no that's not true past carl yeah no 12 less shots. no he's had i believe 400 no carl's had 400 less attempts than lebron was what I read. Okay. We might have to fact check that. Check that up. We either one of us could be wrong. I didn't do a deep dive. I just happened to see it. Twelve. Uh, what I read was twelve less shots, but um, or, or fourteen less shots and one hundred and twelve less games than Carl Malone. It was less game. What I read that it was less games and uh, more shot attempts. But it it, yeah. it, it, it 
it actually doesn't. It literally doesn't matter. He got more points than the last guy. Thirty six thousand nine hundred and eighty five yeah. points. You know, and just looking at looking at this, you know, I was just watching. I was watching the highlights, and then I was watching. And I thought about you. I thought about something you said when uh, he dunked on Kevin Love, and of course we've seen the dunk now. A lot of us have seen it in slow motion, where like his head is by the construction. Yeah. <laughs> like his, yeah, that's what his head is about. Where Russell, yeah, where, Russell be missing where the shots. He be at. His head is by, <laughs> at thirty-seven years old. Yeah. his head is by the construction. Yeah. and then it they, looked like it looked like NBA jams. Yes, and then and then they started showing like all of his old uh, highlights. Um, where he, you know how high he had gotten on some of his previous some of his previous dunks, and uh, it was very. I just I like what do you what are you on like what how do you what kind of what are you doing with your body? Is that a more of a testament to? Is that more of a testament to him? Is it a testament to diet? Is it a testament to science? You know, how do you get what I what I would the way I would that answer 37 that? Thirty-seven years old. I don't think we ever seen a man. What I, yeah, what in I the would, league jump like that high? Yeah, what I would answer to that question is I think he had amazing physical gifts. Like there's things that that his body composition, his mom and his daddy just gave him his like daddy that, that uh and, and i mean sometimes these things come from your mother it's anthony not, mcclellan i don't know who, i've never heard him if you his daddy you gotta be kicking yourself i never heard him even reference in your balls anthony mcclellan is is this name of his father really? yeah uh and i was i was like you i mean you just looking around and you just like i mean he, they say he's tried to i think he's he tried to reconcile how do you start that reconciliation? Like, what do you, I think you don't, dear LeBron. You take, you take that L. This is all a big misunderstanding. Nah, yeah, you just, you just. I've take been that L. Let me explain. Yeah, nah. you just ride. You just circling around Crypto Arena. Is LeBron in there? Tell him his daddy outside. Yeah, I, I don't. That's that's interesting. I ne- I never heard any stories about his dad and and, and anything. It's really uh, it's really you just hear about LeBron and his sort of family. His wife Savannah, his three children. And um, but I was gonna say about his physical thing. I think there's natural gifts, but LeBron has been the one guy that, like, I want to say the one guy. Obviously, he's not the only, the only one. But there sometimes is like, you know, guys are given things and then they don't always treat their gifts the right way. They don't always, you know. And there's Allen Iverson, millions of stories like that, right? Yeah. Michael Vick. Yeah, this is a guy who has done everything the right way. Right. He's done it all the Since right way. Since a teenager. Physically, stayed out of trouble. I don't, I mean, who knows if if, if anybody's like, and it's not a, It's not about innocence. This is about, like me and my brother always say, it's a lot of fun that you could have before somebody has to call the police. Uh, and obviously, whatever fun he's having, the law never shows up. Like, he's having a good time enjoying his life without sort of rising it to, the, the the places where other people have gotten themselves in trouble. He does everything the right way. An amazing uh, example, uh, role role model, like all those things. So the accolades are always well deserved. Now, in all fairness, I just not like, and I know people be like, "Oh, Mark, you're a hater. You're a hater." I'm just not the biggest fan. Like I I'm not the biggest fan like on the court, but I also understand that like you can we can live in the space where you can see the the um, specter of all the accomplishments and respect what's been done but he's not been my favorite player to watch or I've not marveled behind him the way I have Jordan and other guys but you can't take away what a man's what the man's put up 
is unbelievable. And his reaches both on and off the court, physically doing the right things. I know his body uh, is, is breaking down because everybody's does, but he's in such great shape and great condition that he's able to play through it. At some point, he'll hang it up and go, I don't want to hurt no more, but he's not going to walk off due to injury. Yeah, and his his breakdown is some other – it'd be my peak. Oh, yeah, like this guy's <laughs> a specimen. Like, like I've been like looking at him like, oh, your knee hurt? Like his knee hurting, whatever his knee hurting, is probably be the best shape that my knee has ever been in. And he probably has incredible pain tolerance, yeah, too. Yeah, judging on by top the of way. Everything. Yeah, judging by – well, pain tolerance, and then you start talking about, you know, the monotony of the discipline piece. Going, doing the workouts, eating the right things all the time. Uh, you know, in the gym alone. Pra- obviously, you know his three point shot seemingly has gotten better yeah. um, over the years. And I, because I don't have the numbers in front of me, but um, just watching that has been, um, you know, has been. It's just, it's just you. You're just looking at something and you go, yeah, that's that's different. Yeah, yeah. What he's doing is different. Um, so yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I, I certainly, you know, how I feel about about LeBron. Um, and you know, hoping that you know we get a chance to just see it for for a little for a little bit longer. Um, given the you, you know you got to be looking at you think you're looking at Ben Simmons like come on man. I mean I think he probably looks at a lot of people like come on man like like well Ben Simmons has a, a herniated disc. That's what they saying yeah. It's like a well, herniated I mean, disc in I his mean, brain. I mean I don't like, like can you her- fake her- a herniated? Do you have disc? a herniated brain? <laughs> How you get a herniated? What you been doing? What have you been doing? I, that's what I'm saying. Like well that's why. Like, what have I, you been doing? I think I mentioned to you yesterday. It's like. If I get a player with a herniated disc, if I hadn't, if I'm Brooklyn, I hadn't felt like I killed you on the rest of the trade. I might be trying to reverse this, going like you sent me some damaged goods. Yeah, well, well, that's the point. I'm like, all right, why your disc? You should have been saying it was herniated back when y'all was playing the Hawks. Like, yeah, yeah, I got a herniated yeah, disc. It's herniated, like, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know when this happened. I don't know. Anyways, we we get to Ben. We, we'll talk all about right. Ben Simmons, but um, I do want to point out a couple things. Um, just as this season. Uh, progresses for the Lakers. Um, they have 10 games left. Um, all of those games minus one are against playoff teams. So they're, they're, they have a, a rough go. This has been outside of LeBron's individual accomplishments, a very rough go uh, for LeBron and the Lakers. And if it's funny, it's, I, I found it ironic that I think it was last year LeBron tweeted whoever came up with this playing thing is stupid and they need to rethink it. And now the only way they're getting into a playoff is through this because there's no way for yeah. them to yeah. – there's not really enough games for them to get yeah. to the A seed. So it's it's the one thing that might – if they even get to the actual playoffs and advance around, they would they would owe that to the players. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Durant saying, why is, why is everybody teaming up with all these guys? We need to be going at them and then goes and plays with – uh, Steph Curry, the MVP. Hey, that was hey, that was the state of play. That, like, hey, he didn't start like, that. Yeah, but he but he so, certainly succumbed to it and has buoyed his uh, sure. resume by going against the exact thing that he said he was against. Which is which is you know I'm sure LeBron. You know I don't know you. Do you think that I don't know if he regrets saying it? I mean, you think that and maybe he does, but you would think that. Why you know he didn't count on AD being you know hurt and et cetera, but maybe he didn't count on he didn't account for you know the roster being this piss poor. 
Of no. course he did. He uh-huh. put the he's the one who put the roster together. So no, I, hey, look, hey, the schism <laughs> has been coming out. That they ain't been everybody ain't been on the right page. I don't know if this is all LeBron fault, bro. Well, it's interesting because that's know. the one thing I would say that LeBron has become very adept at. At what spinning the narrative? Absolutely, oh, spinning the narrative. Absolutely, or or having it spun for him because like the one thing that LeBron is smart and he, because here's the thing about LeBron, real talk. LeBron understands how the community, how the culture talks and what they value. And he knows right now, and you notice that he turned it, when it, when this season was like, oh, we suck and it's over, what did he do? He put a scoring in the overdrive. By doing so, he's like, let me go ahead and challenge for the scoring title. So the narrative becomes, man, I did, man, he did. You can't blame LeBron. That he true. did everything he wanted to. <laughs> he cranked it up. He started putting up 50-point games. That's he started true. doing everything. He Hold was on already a second. scoring at a high clip before that. Yeah, but he wasn't challenged. He wasn't going for a, yeah, a scoring, scoring title. Twenty two points a game. No, no, or something. no. But he wasn't going for a scoring title, and he didn't have the high volume of shots that he has. In fact, he's about to take over the lead for the league for most shot attempts. He's still shooting over fifty percent, so it ain't like he's shooting no, 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 like forty six percent. I'm not saying he's inefficient. He's still very. I'm not efficient. saying he's inefficient. I'm just saying. I, I'm not looking at the stats, or, but I bet he doesn't have another season or, where he's taking the most shots. Do, do you think? Do you think it's commiserate with AD going down and they needing more from him? Do you think he's taking the same amount of this shots is that not, AD's healthy? This is not the first time the team needed him to take more shots. No, but AD's out and AD he's only, he's doing it for literally like seventeen for the, shots he's doing, a game. he's doing it literally for the first time. The in, the increase putting normally it, happens it on his shoulders when. when there's no consequence to the win or loss. No, he put it on his shoulders when AD went down. I guarantee you, and I haven't looked at it, I guarantee you that the shot attempts increased when his option 1A went down. Again, oh, I, I don't, I, I'm so ner- I'm so um, conscious of our numbers now, which are usually pretty good. But I think – I, I want to say like, – who's, who, who's our guys now that check the uh, – uh, Mike's place. Mike, Mike, Mike's place. And, uh, and Marvelous. Yes, yeah, Marvelous. Shout um, out. I don't know what their record is together, but I don't think that in all the games where LeBron played that AD didn't, his goal was to push it up. I'm saying all that to say LeBron knows how to avoid. LeBron was the first guy to do a team up, a super team, but yet the narrative of that. No, no, no. There's been great teams, but I'm talking about teams that orchestrated their arrival in a city together. Robert Parrish and Larry Bird and all those guys didn't orchestrate Kevin their own. Kevin Garnett going to the Celtics, that was an orchestration. He got traded. But that was an orchestration. Like, how? Because they were, that was the first big three. That was the first I, one. That's not the first big three. Bird, McHale, and, no. and Parrish were the yeah, first big three. Yeah, but they all got drafted by that by that organization. Right, but he also or, Kevin or Garnett didn't get drafted there. The so. distinction, I think the distinction, I know what you're trying to do there. No, nah, that's the, the first the, big three. The, it's the first. It's not the he first big three. He, he, what he <laughs> invented was we as players will go sit down and we'll pop our vintage bottles of wine and smoke our quality cigars and decide collectively where we're going to go. It became more famous when Durant did it in the Hamptons with the rest of the Golden State Warriors. That's the story. Is that how that went down? Yeah, they were all in the Hamptons. But the first time it happened, it happened in Miami with Bosch and Wade. No, the, f- so, the first big three, though. Whatever. No, I don't mean just so, me. But, but in the midst of all of this. They had to have champagne for it to be the, the, the big three in Boston. They had to have champagne. Well, in the no, because that's not the first time that three great players played on a team together. So yeah, yeah, but the orchestration was, piece, was, I think, was there bad. was no. Or, how do you orchestrate a trade? Because they orchestrated it because they wanted to get together and win a championship. No, what they did, what Brosh did with him, they just because those, those guys were free agents. Just because LeBron was like, "Yo, let's go play here 
and do this. That okay, okay, I'll play along. <laughs> I'll I'll let you have that. LeBron was the first person to take another free agent along with his free agency and go sit down and decide where they were going to team up with another great player and do it themselves. First time it ever happened. However, what the narrative is is that it was KD who did this and joined this and all that, whatever. Point being, LeBron is good at sort of moving the pieces so that the conversation and the culture stays off of him and and stays on. Oh, no, LeBron didn't do that. That was KD. Oh no, this didn't happen. Jordan, oh, Jordan never won with, with when he was, you know, in the, at an advanced age. So this, that, and the third. There's a narrative that LeBron knows how to wiggle in and out of. And I think if he gets the start the uh the the scoring title, it protects him from the responsibility of what this roster is. Not to me, not to other people who've been watching this, because I, you can make the argument that next year, when they tear this roster down again, and this is the one year they actually have to. The other years that LeBron has ticked this roster apart, they didn't really need to. This time they actually have to. So this will be roster teardown four in five seasons in L.A. So we'll see. I, we can't even predict what this team will do next year because the only two people we know will be there is LeBron and AD. Probably everybody else will be gone. Is that fair to say? Well, it's, because, it, it's, um, it's fair to surmise, right? But I think. Because my we, man is on a one year. The only we, other player that's playing, we, he's on a one year deal, right? He's going to go. He want to get paid. Who are you talking about? Um, what's the um the, Malik the Monk? Shooter? Yeah, Monk. He's on a one year, right? Uh, I don't know what his contract is, but I do know that I, we we talked about this briefly. That I'm not quite so sure. And we talked about LeBron being the Iron Man that you know he he is. Um, we talked about AD, yeah, possibly being part of the you know a move that. I'm, I I don't know if you're LeBron. How do you look at going into another season with Anthony Davis? You do realize that him and his best friend or one of his good friends represent AD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So getting to that point where you go, I'm ready to tear this relationship down and trade you or have my mans trade you, it ain't going to happen. Uh, stranger things have happened. And I think I actually think that it's – It might be the right basketball move, but is yeah. it the right – like is right, it the right? right? You still get the money. You still. I mean, what? Well, he ain't gonna lose no more bread. But you have to. You have to consider what he did to get them there because they, they got him in free agency. But they were trying to make the trade the year before. Yes. and it and, and, it, and, it and Kuzma was the was the was uh, the, the, the sticky piece that didn't. That didn't yeah. yeah, correct. So, yeah. But what I'm saying is, I don't think if you're LeBron, I don't think there's any way. I, in fact, I'll I'll go ahead and say it I'm, now that I'm thinking about it. I think that they do. I think AD does get traded. That'd be interesting because if, I think if AD gets traded, it will be because uh, Palinka, the organization, and LeBron are not seeing eye to eye. Because I don't think anyway, there's any way. Well, it wouldn't be the first that time LeBron trades his man. It wouldn't be the first time that they hadn't seen eye to eye. I mean, yeah. I, they, they, you know, LeBron wanted reportedly Westbrook moved, and they didn't do it. So I mean, yeah, but LeBron wanted Westbrook. Correct. But what I'm saying is, so but they're not doing every single thing as some would have it believed that LeBron. Wants them to do from a personnel, uh, from a personnel, from a from a personnel side. Well, I mean, I think that LeBron's had way more influence than he's did. Like you literally described, maybe the one instance in which they were like, "Now nah, we're good," because the price to the organization was going to be one that they had to pay after LeBron wasn't there. So, which was a first round, I think, in twenty twenty six or twenty seven. So the point that I'm making 
is that going into this offseason, I do think that whether it's Rob Palenka or whether it's LeBron, I think that AD, there's, I don't think there's any way that LeBron can in good conscience. If, 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 you're, if, any, if any of us, not even just LeBron, I mean, how many people believe that AD can make it through? That, you want to talk about riverboat gambling. Going into another year with, with, with Anthony Davis and expecting him to be able to make another playoff run, I think would be silly. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't. I, he wasn't healthy before they orchestrated him to come there. He was always hurt that before that. He was, yeah, correct. Like he so, was, he's he's never not been a, a injury uh, issue. Yeah, but you, what you do is but, you think because, because I'll say this not to, not to cut you off, but we're having this conversation like where you talk like we're talking about LeBron like he wasn't a key central figure to Westbrook being there to AD being there. So now when we talk about how it has to come apart. And what's the next steps? I don't think it's that easy to disconnect what his role is in terms of whether or not to move these guys. Like, because otherwise, even if he moves them for the purposes of like, all right, I need to keep winning and I need to keep my legacy. But then part of your legacy is like these failed experiments with these players that you handpicked. But he won a championship with AD, so that's not a failure. Um, it, no, it is a failure no, because you didn't, you, didn't bring, because you didn't you didn't bring him in on a one year to win one title. They won a title. You got, he got a, he's making hundreds of these guys are making hundreds of millions of times. You brought him there to that win a championship. Today. You that happened. So yeah, like, it did like, happen. So that's so you won that. that so then that, why that are you trading him? Because you want to win more. Okay, so that's my point. They didn't bring him in to win one championship. No, they brought him in to win one championship. Right. So they won the championship. I, so obviously, he keeps breaking down. So hold on a second. Let's clear this up. So you're saying that you trade him because you want to keep winning. But it's not a failure that they're not winning. The whole because it's not a because. So which part is it? Because because what, because what you're trying to do is go. Oh, well, you didn't win a championship I'm just every to get year. Cla- I'm trying to get clarity, I'm, and I'm giving you clarity. Okay. So you can't go. Oh, you didn't win a championship every year. Oh, so we're trading you now. So the, it was a, it was a failure. No, you said to trade him. So exact. So this is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying it's not a it, it's not a failure. It's like we we. So got, why are you trading? So we got the one title. We got the one title. Mm-hmm. He was brought there to win a championship. That was the goal. You don't you don't get to rewrite that narrative. They won the championship. They also paid. In fact, in fact, in fact, in fact, the reason why Le- if LeBron don't win another championship, he came to he came to L.A. to win a championship to bring a title. He How would that. you describe? Then why are you trading him? Why don't you just ride out? Because because he's oft injured, and so once but he so was oft injured the, before he got yeah, there. Yeah, but guys, but guys end up so guys can can make it through one season. Two seasons. I believe you got the most out of AD. You're playing with house money right now. Go ahead and trade him while he still has value and bring in some other guys. No, that's I, not. No, that's no, no, not, no, 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 no. Hold on. Like I'm, hold on. Like I'm, like no, no, no. I'm, you're, like now you're, to, you're playing the remix. I want you to go back remix. to the, I want you to go back to the album version. The album version in this discussion is I'm saying it's a failure. You're saying it's not, but you're also saying he, that he has no choice but to trade him. I'm asking from your perspective. Is it a failure or is it a success? Because if it's a, if it's a success, that it was then a success. why are you trading him? Because 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 you didn't bring him because, to win just one title. Because relationships, by your own because relationships, because relationships don't necessarily have to win every single year for them to be a success. No, no, no. They, he what, was brought there to win a title. If y'all team up and you win a title, so that's why are you trading him? Because he's because now he seems to be breaking down more than he used to previously. He didn't <laughs> break down that one year. The last year he came that he when y'all when they played the Suns, he 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 got injured that year. He's injured again. So, so you, are you supposed to keep doing that, or you go, man? We 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 won that one title. It was a great. That was a great run. Let's move on. 
But that means, first of all, you didn't. It wasn't just the relationship that brought so, him in. So you don't get you to assume. Them. You don't get to assume that you since they traded him, that it's a failure. That that like no, no, like, no. like it's not. It's no, not. It's not all or nothing. No, no, no. What? Okay, I'm saying what my opinion is, and I'm very consistent about, is that if you're LeBron James and you orchestrate the amount of uh, talent capital that it took to get Westbrook at the beginning of the season this year. And halfway by February, you want him moved. That's a failure. The Westbrook move of, was of a intention. Yes. Like you yeah, intended yeah. for him no, to come. That didn't work out. That's, well, that did not work out. Unless, unless they rally. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> they, that's not gonna happen. They rally, man. I'm telling you, like they they play Philly tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's they not gonna. Look, that's not gonna come out they, well. Let's let him beat and Harden sit out. And they sat out last game. They're not gonna sit out this game. No, nah, they're not gonna sit out. Um, so I'm just saying from from your perspective, why you viewed that one as a because you didn't bring him on a short term deal. You brought AD to be there long term to give you a run at multiple championships. And one of the reasons that I believe AD was able to stay healthy is because you were in a protracted season. He's actually when it's all said and done, he's probably gonna end up playing about the same amount of games that he played in that season. Like he's like eighty's been good to miss twenty five to thirty games almost every year. I don't have numbers in front of me, but more or less, that seems like what he misses. And I think that's about what they didn't play in the protracted season of the on the bubble. I don't know, maybe we lost twenty. They lost some games. games. They lost some games. Yeah. yeah so yeah. in terms of the the volume in which he played, and I guess if you can continue to win with him playing sixty or sixty five games, or whatever, then then I think that's reasonable to expect from a guy of his talent. I, I I believe the right basketball move is to move him because he, to your point, I think he's the only thing that can draw back the type of talent that could complement LeBron to give him another chance to win more rings. But in doing that, you have to acknowledge the mistakes that were made to even bring him there on that long-term deal uh, Westbrook, the combination of those things and the composition of this roster has been nothing short of a, a, a disaster. This particular roster is one of the most poorly put together rosters in the NBA. And it was like that it's, at the beginning of the year. It's one of the worst surrounding a superstar. For surrounding sure. a superstar, for sure. Yeah, because you get out there and you look and you see some weird, just some, it's, a, it's a literally a Motley crew. And it's I, like Alibaba in a forty. <laughs> yeah, no, it's wild, and it was wilder when it was uh, when they had um, my man, the point guard. Oh, uh, Isaiah shoot. Thomas. No, oh, uh, who? Uh, nah, the, Rondo. Oh, Rondo. Rondo. But they won a championship with Rondo. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the the, the Achilles heel of this team last year was shooting, and you traded the shooting you had for guys who shot worse. Well, a little bit of shooting you had. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that as this year comes to a close, and it will be closed, like the Lakers season is going to be over in about, no, about three weeks. We're going to fight. Um, they gonna, I mean, the fighting we LeBron. know what they fighting look like. You know, <laughs> LeBron, because when, when not LeBron, you can't put the effort. Well, I will say this. His defensive effort has not been what it has been in the years past. But um, when when Westbrook starts trying hard, is when it really starts going bad. For hey, if, if they get Westbrook turned around, this is going to be. Great. I actually feel I'm actually at a point. Where I feel bad for for uh, 
for Westbrook. I have, especially in like the press conferences. Because I think he's that. a proud dude and he's a good dude. Like yeah. this is a good like dude loves his wife. He got three I think he got three kids instead of twins. Tight knit family and it's like he just taking all I feel like and he got a school too. Oh he does? Yeah he's oh, got that's a school cool. too. Yeah. I uh. feel like all of the Laker problems are being put on him. And that ain't true. I think they poorly coach. I think AD don't show up enough. I think it's a lot of factors. It ain't just Westbrook. No, no, it's not. But I mean, again, he's the one with what forty-four million dollars. You know, you're gonna, you're yeah. gonna, you, when but you AD have that, ain't taking nowhere near the heat no, that he's AD, AD, and we did. We talked about AD before with his outfits and his yes. braids. And he just seemed he just he just seemed like and did you know, he seem disinterested you know even when he wasn't? Like, it seemed like he be yeah, but he seems more excited to go to the games now. Like almost like, like I, I ain't gotta worry like, about going yeah, out. Like there. he a fan. Like, yes. like but he's getting to sit on the Lakers bench. And and he's got a courtside seat, he got his fit together because he got reservations <laughs> sure. afterwards. We go into the spot, woo woo woo. <laughs> yes. That's what A D looks yeah. like for real. For I real. get the park with the players park. Exactly, man, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started. Um on the flip side. In the Eastern Conference, things are definitely shaping up. I'm very distraught because I feel like – well, let me first start by saying I never was one of the people that thought the Bulls were going to make a deep run into the playoffs. I told you that many times that I was excited that we were playing better, um, that we have a, a, a team that we can uh, enjoy and watch. But there is an, an incredible amount of slippage at the worst time of the year. We're playing a very difficult part of our schedule – we're having trouble with the elite teams, and all we're playing is the elite teams back to back, getting guys back healthy. But even as guys are coming back, we're still getting our heads cracked. Lonzo had a setback. Lonzo Ball had a setback with his knee. He, they're not even gonna let him run for ten for ten days. So I don't expect him back uh, this year, which is uh, very unfortunate. Uh, we like we talked about. Ben Simmons has a herniated disc. Um, I'm at a point where I mean the Nets are not saying this, but I'm at a point where. I don't think he's going to be available to them. And then we still got the COVID uh, restrictions for, for Kyrie. Now, with that being said, they've ripped off six of seven. But only two of those wins are against quality opponents. One, they blew out the 76ers in Philly, and I think they beat Utah. And if not for a last-second shot by Dinwiddie uh, against uh, Dallas, that was another game they could have had. But they're playing well. KD's playing some of his best stretch of the season. Uh, it actually is playing his best stretch of the season. They get Seth back. I think they'll be very competitive. It's just a question of how far can they go with Kyrie playing. Part they are still the favorite to make it out of the East, according to uh, some, most of the sports books, if not all of them. Uh, I know uh, Odd Shark has them the favorite. Um, FanDuel uh, Sportsbook has them the favorite. So even with uh, given the, the 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 personnel challenges that they're facing, they're still the favorite to make it out of the um, out of the East. Uh, so, you know. Yeah, I don't – I mean, watching Eastern Conference basketball, like on a pretty much nightly basis, I don't see it because they just – there's not – the thing about it is they're winning almost solely off of like Katie just getting loose, mm-hmm. Kyrie just getting loose. There's Bruce no, Brown's been playing well yeah. um, lately uh, as well. So Yeah, I mean, they, and, they have some guys showing up, but I don't, I don't see them as a well – Oil no, machine, no, no, because not. they don't even have like what I consider to be even consistent rotations yet. Well, 
And I don't know if they ever have had, you know. Well, because consistent. you can't if guys are settling in and out of line. Correct. That's the yeah, and they, and they and they've had injuries everywhere. Yeah, they had injuries with Nick Claxton. They had they've had injuries obviously with Joe Harris. Yeah, uh, Harden is gone. Seth, uh, Seth Curry got there, played two games, then he got hurt. then he dipped. So yeah. you've had uh, Lamarcus Aldridge also. Uh, so they've had they've had injuries literally at every spot, including KD. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, but I don't, I don't see them for, for whatever reason. I want them to go to distance. I'm rooting for them to go to distance. I don't see it happening because there's this guy down in Milwaukee who plays with a fervor. He plays with an intensity that I think he can put the team on his back, but they have enough. They, they have do. enough shooting. They have enough defense. They got everything they need to they go do, back to They do, and they also – well, and then you have basically what a lot of other rosters don't necessarily have outside of maybe Denver – uh, you have consistency amongst personnel. Um, Bobby Portis plays well. Uh, energy guy Pat Connington uh, knows his role. Uh, is not gonna uh, you know, take any silly shots. Not gonna give you any empty possessions. Uh, they just played last night without Chris Middleton. Yeah, and uh, you know had a pretty decisive win over one of the teams that I thought could make it to the Eastern Conference Finals in your in your Chicago Bulls. Um, and obviously they got the MVP and they have the pedigree of having done it now. Right. Um, and so you have outside the bubble. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> outside the bubble. Yeah. So I do. I share your. I don't. I don't know if it's pessimism or optimism, but I. I. I you know. I and I'm not saying anything that's gonna, you know, shake up the sports world. But I like the Bucks. I like uh, the Bucks too. to to make it yeah. out of the East. Um, now if they lift the mandate. And you gotta you you get Kyrie back, then you know all bets are off. I still prefer the defensive team. You know Drew Holiday and sure. You know uh, Giannis. I think and, it's only and a real, all of those guys yeah. are great on ball defenders. Yeah, with I, Chris Chris Middleton, Drew and uh, Giannis. Go ahead. I think even a like the only chance that I give, uh, and they got a better coach. Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> facts. The only chance I give Brooklyn is. They get Ben Simmons back. Because whatever you get from Ben is all good because you don't need scoring. They got plenty of scoring. But as a long, tall defender, guy that can hit the glass, guy that can pass and will will pass and is a willing passer, they become an unbeatable team, in my view, with Kyrie and them and like that. The size of that team. And the things that they can do in the defensive versatility at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can move Ben around. So he can guard all five. Right. And 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 is willing to, like when he's healthy yeah. and in the right headspace. So oh, man, but, he's he's perfect. But it's just perfect I, we haven't fit. seen it. It doesn't get any more perfect fit right. than Ben Simmons with, with, with those Seth, two guys. Yeah. With Kevin and with Kyrie. Yeah. Now they're saying that when he worked out. Oh, he can't. You know, he got to get epidural. I'm like, that's something that women get, ain't it? For the for the for the pregnancy, epidural. Like, I mean, it is, but that's not the only. Thing like, why are you getting that? Well, okay. Well, all right, that's fine. Well, okay. So I'm simply saying. So when you why? Okay. Why can't you play a quarter or two? Get the epidural. You know, because he's got to take have a day ever, or two off. Have you ever been around somebody? You ever been around a woman with an epidural? My wife. 
Does she have any movement in her lower no, extremities? No, I'm saying after the game. I'm saying after the game, get your epidural. They say you got to get it after the workout. After yeah. the workout, he had to get an epidural. I'm saying, and then you're off. You know, a lot of times if he's, and he's, and he's I didn't know that. stretches for two days. I didn't know that. Days. If he's getting yeah. epidurals, it's a wrap. He's getting. I'm saying because he's about. He's a basketball player. Reggie White. Well, that's late, what I was thinking. Like, why you great, getting the, why the, the women get the epidural? The late great Reggie White used to get those um, to play, I believe, and a lot of players like. Like NFL players do it because they got 16 money days in the year. I think you look at like Zach Levine for you know for the Bulls, he's probably gonna have to have that knee worked on. I know because he's going into free agency. I know that his agents kind of like, mm, did we shut it down? Because it's the Bulls' fate. Like the more the Bulls lose to good teams, it's almost like as an agent you go like, maybe we should shut it down. Yeah, get better. Let the teams know we're gonna be ready for free agency because you're talking about 180, 190, 200 million dollars at stake here on a team that whose goal for the year is to get out of the first round. That was the goal. Like it was like Man. the goal initially was to get to the well, play. When all them boys out there, when Lonzo out there yeah. and DeRozan out but there. I don't think Boots, Lon- I don't think Lonzo coming and not, yeah, but it it looked very promising. I was very And we high got Patrick Williams back and he's P. been Williams, back for two games. Y'all let Javante go. We okay. didn't let Javante go. I thought he let Javante Green. Oh no. Javante Green's still starting. I thought, well, who was Javante Green for the Bucks? He was playing last night. Which one was that? Hitting all the threes and stuff for the Bucks. Yeah, Javante Green. Yeah, yeah. Javante Green's on the Bulls. Ah, oh, he was on the Bucks. Hold on. <laughs> Javante <laughs> Green played for the Bulls on, last man. night, bro. Hold on, man. <laughs> nah, you you made me look this up now. You but, be looking um, at you be looking at the box scores. No, nah, I was looking at I was looking at the game. You watched the game? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. You know, because I I was thinking I, I didn't. Once I well, no, when, because, when we went down nine, I turned it up. Well, no, because it was like that, like heading into the third the, the halftime and then third quarter, y'all had trimmed it to like, yeah, like, like 11, eleven points. Yeah. yeah. And so I was except and then I you know, there there was a recent meme that had come out that said that uh, you know, you guys had you know, 0 and fifteen or something against good teams. So I wanted to see I wanted to see Carter. Javon Carter, this is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Carter, Carter. Yeah, yeah. Carter. Javon he played Carter. for them. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, he ain't never played for y'all? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he, he, listen, we've been in one of them years where everybody, <laughs> I feel, played for everybody for like a like, like, man, couple like, COVID yeah. games. You know, Carter, it's anyway. very possible, but yeah, not, not in the regular rotation. So, yeah, so anyway, uh, anyway, that's why I was watching because I was hoping. And then Chris Middleton was out, so yeah. I, I thought it well, would be. Well, I thought, well, when I saw that Chris wasn't playing, I was like, okay, we got a shot because we had uh, Patrick Williams back. Caruso's back, and they had a game. The game prior to the defense was looking amazing. Yeah, so I was like, okay, we got a shot, and, and we played only, with them. We played with them, you know, for a quarter. And it was only four change. games last night, so I did watch. I, I did watch. And it. one of them was a 10, 10 o'clock. Ten o'clock. Yeah, that was the uh, Clipper Clipper Denver game. Denver game. Yeah. yeah. Um. On the speaking of um Golden State, the interesting thing about Golden State, Golden State's dropped three in a row. Steph is out. They're struggling. They there's a, they only have a two game lead in the third spot. They can very well end up in the fourth spot, uh, by, with uh, Utah catching them. And I think they they have one more game against Utah. They've split the first two, so their next game would be a tiebreaker. So if they end up, if Utah grabs that game and they end up in a tie, Utah would have the tiebreaker and end up being the uh, the number uh, three seed. Three seed. Um, so like yeah. I never thought that when we saw four and six in their last ten, yeah, the injuries, man, yeah, the injuries. Like, like I, I just text, I, I, I text you out of the blue all the time. Oh, Chris Paul, 
you know, Steph, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm, I'm texting you constantly about these injuries. Yeah. And then, like, and I text you about this one, and I was like, man, Steph is out, and they're just getting Draymond back. And yeah. I was just incensed, almost like I was a Golden State fan. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm an NBA fan. Yeah. I want to see well, these and I guys. Think, I think you also, let's, if we're, you know, if we're being honest, you have an interest in, you want that unit of Golden State to win because you want to take away from the championships that they have with Kevin Durant. I never thought about that, but yeah. but that's a great yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's yes. Well, yeah, because because you always I put never a thought lot, about you that. always put a lot on oh they were the seventy three and nine team that didn't win a championship. No, they had already had a championship before they had them. one they and that. they won two with KD. They didn't need they won, that. They've had two championships with KD where yeah, he led do. them. I mean, and so yeah. if that unit wins again, then it supports your argument. Does I, well, it not? well, no, because they had already won a title without him. But this one title, they won two. Yeah, but they had already won. They had already tasted. Like when KD came, they showed him what 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 that neck to taste like. Yeah, KD, but but we don't talk KD about Golden State. We don't talk it. about Golden State as a one champion team. We talk about Golden State as a dynasty. They went to five straight finals. Is it a dynasty? Yeah, absolutely a dynasty. I mean, I, well, the reason why I asked the question, but their dynasty is not a dynasty without Kevin. Well, Durant. the reason why I was asking is because KD wasn't there that long, and they only won two championships with him. Right. So. You go, you know, what constitutes? That's a, that's actually a good question. What constitutes a dynasty? Because they won three, so you go, is it? it would, is, well, is it K, definitely would have been. Teddy wasn't there that long. Well, it definitely would have been four if he doesn't tear his Achilles in the finals. I absolutely um, would have been four. Yeah. And and then and, and Clay battled some uh, some injuries that no, final too. Got hurt too. Yeah, they both, so, they both got hurt on yeah. year long injuries. And then, and then and to KD's credit, to, and to his demise, he tried to. He should not have been out there. Right, and he was cooking that first quarter. Yeah, he was and absolutely. Then, cooking. And then, and then you know he tears yeah. that. Uh, was it Achilles? Yeah, it was like some. I, yeah, I don't know if it was like a straight that, up Achilles uh, on yeah. that Hezzy where he was. Yeah. And then I, I hate seeing it. And of course, Kawhi legacy has been buoyed by beating Golden State, but he he beat the team, but he didn't beat the squad. Well, I don't think I don't think anybody said he beat them. I think he just I'm got just a saying that's me. That's yeah. me. That's yeah. that's how I but see. It. I, 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 and I said this to you before. I've I've two. Yeah, he ain't beat KD. Point. He didn't beat Clay, and he didn't beat Steph, and he didn't beat Dre. Steph was out there, and so was Dre, right? He was, but I'm saying he didn't beat them as a collective. <laughs> no, he didn't beat them point. as a collective. Yeah. No, um, could that have been hellified? I I gotta give man. I and I. It's funny because we said this earlier. You hit me and you're like, yo, earlier in the year, and you were like, man, the Clippers are a disaster. And I was like, nah, I actually think that Tyron Lue's doing an amazing job of coaching. And this was really early in the year, really, really early. But I think considering everything, if you've ever watched the Clipper game, they have a bunch of guys you just really never heard of outside of the three guys that you maybe have heard of. And the fact that they're still solidly in the playoffs, um, I think they're two games under 500 at the moment, but they've played right about the watermark all I mean, they year. ain't play in? They're eight, right? Yeah. I'm yeah so at it I'm now. saying even in a traditional year, they would have made the playoffs. Right, as okay, so is – what is the status of Kawhi and Paul? Do you know? Because I don't. The only thing that I heard is that Kawhi's been getting – I mean, uh, I think it's I think it's Paul George has been getting up shots. It, but I, I don't expect either of those guys back. Man, I, I, that's just – that's a disaster. No, it is a, 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 a disaster. It absolutely is a disaster. Now, but I'm for not, them to be but, playing but you're right. 500 ball yes. without – Yes, Both I was wrong from about majority that. of the season. And you an know how guy. much I have maligned Tyrone Lue, particularly when he was in Cleveland. And he's had. A, I mean, got to give credit where credit is yeah. due. I, I mean, mean him, Reggie if they Jackson, had a few more wins, Terrence Mann, yeah, Zubac, 
you know, all those it's just been a ragtag, you know, and they've been he's just been needle and thread, you know. Needle and thread and, wins. and and well, they uh, lost I think last he, night to They the, did lose dinner. last night. Yeah. But they but they've shown like what Tyrone Lewis shown the ability to to really create good offense without having guys that can mm-hmm. you know, go on their own and beat you off the triple. You do you think do you think that it's been easier with the expectation obviously not being as high with uh with his with the with the with those guys going down? Well, of course. I mean, you if you're the right type of motivator, then you can, hey, it's us against the world, yeah. it's against everybody, you know. We ain't supposed to be here. Yeah, no, you can run. You can literally run. We ain't supposed to be here every night. When you lose both your stars. But see, that's. Don't nobody believe in us. No, you can absolutely but do I that. I believe in you. But see, I think that's the exact opposite of the team that they share the stadium with. Is that and that's not LeBron's responsibility. That's the coach's responsibility to get those other guys because you don't have to motivate LeBron to do what he do. Oh yeah, yeah you know what I'm yeah, saying. He knows yeah. how to get to what this is what yeah. I do. I mean, you, you see, the, yes, like, like he doesn't require that. The, particularly the frustration sometimes when things aren't going so well. Like he really wants to, you know, get out here. And what win. I think has been exposed, even is, to the, he ain't been back to the meditation though. And that's the issue. <laughs> Yeah, he ain't been back. You got to break that back out. What's that thing with the, the call the, map? App, the call yeah, map? Just, yeah. Like, LeBron would like everybody in the arena to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. That worked and against one of the better teams in the West when they play at Utah. You need to go back to that. Why Why you <laughs> broke that back out? Yo, that's funny. Um, one last um, – I have a, a fun fact. Uh, a stat lines matter – this is Mark Stewart with a stat lines matter stat of the week. Um, I heard this yesterday. John Conkac in 1989 oh, signed a six-year, yeah. $13 million contract with your Atlanta Hawks. He was a reserve. Yep. He was a restricted free agent. Detroit was trying to, for whatever reason, was trying to sign him away. Uh, still of the belief that you needed a seven-footer. Um, His nickname is John Contract. Yeah, because at the time, the reason why that rings off, at the time when he signed that deal, six years, $13 million, he was making more than Scottie Pippen, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Dominique Wilkins, who was on the same team as a starter. Like, that is unheard of. John Contract, amazing. I don't know where you are. I hope you parlayed that. I hope you didn't get no watches and no cars and stuff. I hope you just parlayed that to like some and I know he probably did. He probably has some sort of just massive John Conkey. Massive, massive empire of investments. Sure. He probably lived off of yeah, twenty seven thousand dollars a year. company somewhere yeah. making billions. Yeah, that, that I don't even know why you brought that up. That hurt. Because well, I was I no, was No, you knew and you knew what it was. I at was the time. at the height of my Hawk fandom at the yeah. time, and you know, now I was young too, so it was very emotional for me. And I'm like, why did they do that? Why did they? Do? And he wasn't—he was a reserve. He was a reserve. And after that, he went up. He ended up going to play with the Magic. But yes, that I, I would have never. I, I I haven't thought about John Conkac in like 13 years. Well, I just brought him up. But why would you do that? You want to end the show on that note? I don't. I actually, I actually got a John lot more Conkeck, stuff. How would he make it into a stat lines matter show? Because stat lines matter, and that is an amazing stat. That's a horrible stat. But it's amazing <laughs> that at some point that happened. No, and, and I believe White he was privilege. <laughs> facts. I believe at the time he was the third highest played player. The only guys that were making In more league, yeah, per average like that, was yeah. Larry Bird and Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. John Contract. Jeez, isn't that something? That, it is something. Please stop. Can we move on to the next topic? 
Sean freaking Conklin. Look, I, I want to just briefly touch on, we're not going to be able to dig into this Thank as hard as. No, you know what? Let's Saint just go. Pete's. No, let's go. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and run the over. Because we got to. Because we gotta, okay. we gotta talk about this. That's what we're not gonna be able to talk about is the uh, Shaheen the thing. Because we got See, that's the story. Shaheen Holloway, right? Shaheen Holloway, um, who's about they about to lose that boy to Seton Hall though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's oh, like, for sure. He's got to. He's got a grand listen, opening. Yeah, grand he got to get on the first train out of wherever St. Peter's College is, <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah, like to something that's gonna pay him in the seven. That figures. place has got twenty six hundred students, grad and undergrad. Hey, call Shock and Smart about how you go get the bag. Shaka knows how to go get the money. Sure he does. Shaka went to Texas, did nothing. One time now for Shaka. Yeah. Was he at VCU? All right, go ahead. Sorry. We, no, he he was at he, he was, Commonwealth. But yeah. now he's at, uh, oh, now Marquette. at Marquette. Yeah. Um, We got to talk about, uh, and this is such an interesting conversation. That's why we're going to let it go over a little bit this week. Um, Deshaun Watson uh, going into Cleveland. We talked about this last week. You were at that point. We were like, "Was it going to go to the Falcons? Is it going to go yeah. here?" So there's been a lot of movement. The biggest move that sort of caused the domino effect was Cleveland ultimately making the deal to get uh, Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. Then the chips started to fall. Yes. Then the Falcons moved Ryan Ryan to, to the Colts. The Colts. Then Marcus Mariota moved to the moved to the Falcons. You know, it's just been a lot of movement. Yes, um, and all of the all of the uh, the less notable movements have been by the Falcons. <laughs> Mariota yes. and the one shining light of the offense, Cordell Patterson, is with the Saints now. Are you serious? Yeah. They didn't even keep Cordell. Come on, man. Darryl? Yeah, Cordero. Cordero. You knew he was going to be fast. Yeah, yeah. When you, How many slow Corderos are there? Yeah, like Cordero none. means running and it mean dip. that means fast. It means dip. Um, it means get somewhere. <laughs> um, I think it's been an amazing polarizing uh, thing for Deshaun Watson, who was cleared uh, of criminal charges. Or they neglected but, to bring charges, yeah. Yeah, or whatever. Like, it's... Because you got you can't say this the wrong way. It wasn't clear. There was a decision to not press forward yes. with a criminal prosecution. So he's still innocent because he was not proven guilty. Yes. But there's still the issue of uh civil. twenty-two civil um civil things that are out there, civil accusations. So what I think his agent was able to do, aside from the social issue um Deshaun was able to utilize his no trade clause as an effect to be able to create free agency for himself because he would only agree to a trade for whatever team that was going to rip up his deal that he just signed into 2020 to give him a new deal and what and and, and it was smart in a business sense because the market has been reset a couple times since he like, did his deal, it gets reset every every year, right? Yeah. So, but it, there's been a couple. Yeah. Well, been particularly the, the Dak deal, the the but the 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 Aaron deal, the Aaron deal, the Mahomes deal. When those guys renegotiate, yeah. is it's it's all okay. Yes. So, him putting himself back out there in that way and being able to um, take advantage of what seemed like desperation on part of Cleveland because they're going to get a lot of heat from women's groups, and they are. 
Uh, the community in Ohio is seems to be split on this. Um, and then gave him two, what, 200 and something? 230. $230 million. That's like a time. All, all guaranteed. What time are you going to be? Um, 230. So Deshaun is straight. His agent is straight. Um, the Browns will be straight if he plays like he played before. Because I think the majority of the Browns fans will start to forget about the legal issues once guys start to perform. That's the reality. Is it right? No, it's not right. But the reality is because you see it around the league where guys who have had legal legal entanglement, some with women, some with children, all sorts of stuff, once a guy starts scoring touchdowns, it kind of goes away. The question that I have for you, because we Baker Mayfield in our previous iteration of our podcast was always a discussion. And I think that, you know, there's so much – um, there's so much uh, conversation about Baker that I think is uh, um, a little bit off target. The question is, where does he end up and what kind of state is his career in at the moment? Because there's only a couple more spots, Carolina and Seattle, that he can end up with a clear-cut starting spot. And so it says something about him because his numbers – I mean, there's guys, let's be honest, there's worse quarterbacks starting right now. But they didn't want him. Now, they had a chance to upgrade, and there's not a GM or anybody smart that wouldn't take Deshaun over Mayfield. But the fact that they were willing to take on all this heat to get him says something about Mayfield. Yes, and I think, well, and it's been, again, we talked about this yesterday, uh, that when you get noisy, you have to be more productive. And Baker's been noisy, and he's been curt with some of the, the local media there. Um, and it just hasn't been a smooth uh, relationship um, probably since he became the starter or maybe after year one. Obviously, there's a honeymoon period and then things uh, with the Odell Beckham coming in and, you know, just coming up short, you know, particularly after last season. Um, it, it, obviously, the marriage just fell apart. But Baker hadn't necessarily been, from what I understand, the easiest guy to deal with inside the the organization and with the media. And when that happens a lot with the, with the lack of production um, from the number one overall pick that expectation, um, given that context, uh, you know, I think that um, now as it relates to though, as it relates to his free agency, that's rough because him and Jimmy are the two guys that are out there right now that Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, neither one of them are free agents. Well, they're right. both under contract. So, but Jimmy isn't able to throw right now um, right. because of his uh his he's getting surgery or he just yeah. got surgery. He just got cleaned up. I think. So, I think that there'll be more to be said if he gets signed before Baker. Yeah, that's that's even more telling. Um, if 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 he lands a gig before Jimmy, well, I it, mean before no, Baker does. In both of those situations, there would have to be a trade unless. Well, what Those we do guys know, get released. and what we do know is that that's that's inevitable. Either a trade or release is right. coming because they moved on to Lance, and obviously <laughs> Cleveland's moved on to right. Deshaun. Right. Um. So yeah, that will be that will be uh, that 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 that's that's one of the more maybe the most interesting um, headline that that or yeah the most interesting headline heading into uh, the summer is 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 where where they actually end up. Um. Because it looks like the Falcons, from what I understand, are you know looking to give Mariota opportunity and draft maybe Malik Willis with that eighth pick. Um, you've got uh, 
you know, you've, you've got a couple of, you know, you got a couple of spots that are open, but I don't, I don't know if you, if you make a move for particularly, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, I, I wasn't a fan coming out of Oklahoma and you know that, um, where do you see him landing? I think the best landing spot. Well, let me be clear. I don't think there's any good landing spot left for him to, to flourish and be successful. I mean, I think Seattle, when you trade your, you know, hall of fame quarterback, you're clearly in a teardown rebuild, and they and they've had um, some old line issues. So yeah, you know, you, uh, which is definitely not what he needs because he's a guy who's got to stay upright. You know, a lot of what happened with his season last year was playing with multiple injuries, um, and that affected um, obviously his play on the field until eventually, uh, when they were eliminated, then he finally shut it down. Um, where where being gritty and gutty goes uh, goes all the way wrong. Um, I think. Carolina could be a better fit because they have some offensive pieces. Um, and I think they've had their teardown and re- rebuild start two years ago. Um, you know, when they when they moved some guys around and, and now they what they spent all last year's all their picks on defense, mm-hmm. I believe. So you mm-hmm. had a couple decent receivers, or at least one decent receiver. DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, and then you have uh, running back. So I think he could go there and flourish, but they have not been in any rush to go grab him, which I'm curious about because Sam Darnold's terrible. Yeah, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, they've picked at six. If I'm not mistaken, the Falcons pick at eight. Yeah. So there, but I don't think there's a quarterback in this draft that's plug and play, right? But the drama has been, or the 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 impending drama is, does Carolina take Malik Willis, or do the, do the Falcons take him at right. eight, or do the Falcons trade up? Right. And I don't think you trade up for Malik. If he does end up here, obviously I'll be yeah. looking forward to. There's him, no trade up. Let, let me be well, clear. I'm saying him, there's no trade up quarterback. Malik here. Willis is five eleven. And, he, and, 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 okay, you say, oh, so was Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson played Division One football, and he won. Yeah. Whereas Malik Willis played, I don't know what, I mean, I guess that's Division it's the, One. It's Division One. But it's, it's, like, it's, it's group of five. Yeah. It's not powerful. So, and, and so that competition, and, you know, those guys, like 99% of the guys he played against, they they not going to the NFL. Right. So, so you know, I, I'm not saying that it can't work, but what I am saying is that, you know, how many times are you going to hit on a, What's the quarterback that came out of North Dakota State? Is that uh, Josh Allen? No, uh, that was Wentz. And I don't uh, know if that's – Carson Wentz. You know, yeah, I don't well, know if well, that's hitting. Well, what I'm saying is he was an MVP uh, candidate before he hurt his knee. Yeah, he's um, gotten way more out that MVP candidacy. Like he, That's like saying that I, I was almost nominated for a Grammy and then you get like five zillion dollar record deal. He was going to win that thing if like he didn't this get hurt, dude, Carson Wentz is on his third team in three years. Yes, and you Let's think, a, can we officially just say he can't play? <laughs> can we just say that? Hey, I think the injury had a lot to do with Carson Wentz not being able to reform or recapture his uh, MVP form. Anywhere? I'm just saying, I mean, hey, man, the boy looked good until he tore his knee up, and I think he stayed in you and still threw a touchdown that after five that. five years ago. I'm just saying, sometime in the That's you, 2017. You everybody, everybody, four, four, four everybody Adrian Peterson, man. Everybody can't just come back. Yeah, but I'm just, with no, the, okay, I, look, even if it is due to injury, like, why he keep getting jobs? Oh, now, now that, I, I mean, well, we know why. Okay, you hurt. Yeah, we know why. We know why. And, I, and to your point, I think that Matt Ryan goes there, and I think he has a, a a really big bounce back year. A huge bounce back. You got a great running game. That boy down there can run the ball. And you got a great all O line. I think they need a wide receiver. Though. You got, but you could they you could to, still. I think you can still with with, with Pittman and Hilton and uh, 
the, the, the um, parish. I, I think that's. I, Didn't I, one of those guys leave? They may have. I think one of those guys. I don't know which one it was. One of those guys went to the Eagles. But Pittman, I think. I think. I think that if they don't make a move for another receiver, I yeah. still think he, just with Jonathan Taylor alone. Yeah. No. He's listen. I'm. A, you know me. I'm a Matt Ryan guy. Yeah. And I. I was always questioning why Atlanta Fal- Falcon fans were so quick to want to blame him for the problems with the overall team. And I think that listen. I'm going to say the same thing about like I'm going to go in on Cleveland for a second. It's like. Cleveland, I don't want you to forget who you are in real life. <laughs> in real life, y'all some losers. Y'all were 1-15 and 0-16 in, in the two years before you got Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield took you along with Hugh Jackson, who I think got disrespected there, uh, went 7-8-1 and one in that first year. Then you decide to go with the great experiment known as Freddie Kitchen. That's when the Browns did the Browns and got Freddie Kitchens to be the head coach and then fell back. Then got a real coach and then went 11 and 6, 11, 11 and 6, made the playoffs, won a playoff game, and had Kansas City on the ropes. Then, due to injury and all that, had another bad season. But a bad season for an 11 and 6 team. An amazing season for Cleveland at 8 and 9. That's sure. amazing for y'all. Sure. Don't forget who you are. So don't get out here and start thinking like y'all popping fresh. You're Cleveland. <laughs> You're Cleveland. Don't get that messed up. Now, did you improve? Yeah, you got a Bentley. You got a Rolls Royce and Deshaun Watson. Nobody's saying that. But you didn't have you didn't have a bum either. And y'all trying to make it seem like he was a bum. He got you somewhere. Don't try to put all this on one man. Y'all still Cleveland. I'm just saying. Remember who just stay in your place. That goes for me too. <laughs> <laughs> you I mean y'all, everybody knows how I feel about Cleveland. And I've, I've made no and I get calls about every time I, I go in on Cleveland, I get I get texts, I get DMs, and I get calls about, yo, man, why are you going in on Cleveland so <laughs> Look, hard? Hey, y'all look. Cleveland, though. Like, I'm just telling you what y'all know about yourselves, and I know you feel good today. You you you, you moving and grooving. That's how they felt when they got uh, – remember how you felt when you got Odell Beckham? Listen, 1-15, how you going to butt a 1-15 season up against a 1-16 season? That man took one y'all first playoff game in 26 years. You're Cleveland. If it wasn't for Detroit, your reputation would be even worse. Yes. Yes. You don't would. don't don't lose sight of that. You will be the first place last team. Last exactly. Team. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever that is. <laughs> um. But the we mis- go. The we go. by the lake. We gonna keep an eye on, on uh where some of these moves play out. I I read this morning, and I'm just prayerful. They're saying that if the if they release Baker, that the Steelers gonna snap him up. And that would be amazing because I know that even if it was a quarterback controversy or a quarterback competition, Baker would literally win that in minicamp. Like, he would literally win that in minicamp. It'd be interesting. It'd definitely it'd be, be nothing, interesting. It'd be nothing hey, interesting. Hey, you know TB10, TB10 coming in and win, boy. And Trubisky's like the worst. And the fact that TB10 coming it, it in and win, boy. That, it trips me out that Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz and Mitch Trubisky have teams – that are viewing them as starting options 
when they suck as bad as they do. And and Mitch Trubisky sucks the worst out of that collective. Be- he can- there's things he can't do. He is like a Chase Daniel. Like Chase Daniels made fifty million dollars in this league. Chase has started five Trubisky games. Trubisky's a Pro Bowl quarterback. He's an alternate. Led y'all to the playoffs what twice. You know what I mean? And started, and they won, I believe, every game last That's year not when true. he was starting. I looked that up. That's just not true. What he what he started? He, he was won six like and three, six and one, he something was six like and that. Three six and one, seven and one. Seven, oh, you want to just be eight wrong? One, eight you, you want, do you want Mike's place eight, for them to eight, come eight on one. you? He was like eight you and one. You want Mike's place to get he on was you just again? Leading to, to to the promised land, and then y'all put in Nick Foles, and everything just went. And you and then you put him back in, and he started having y'all go go ball out again. Mitch, you should have stayed with Mitch. That the whole that's that, that's the whole thing about it. it you know what I mean? So, hey, I'm, I'm, Al, he, he played better than than Justin Fields did his rookie season. And you, which year? And you hire you, uh, which Mr. Mr. Trubisky, and you hire on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You which, hire, which rookie year are you talking about? His uh, Mr. Trubisky first rookie year. You talking about under Fox? Wasn't under uh, under no under uh, Nagy. That wasn't his first year. Well, his second year then. Yeah, so that's what I meant. Which yeah, is really you, technically you just, his first year. It was really oh, technically. No, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> technically, his first year. Yeah, I was about to say, so, which, I was like, which uh, season? Which, nah, which technically, season? technically, that was his first year. That's where we started at. Oh, okay, that's, that's where the story okay, starts. Well, the story. Technically, I'm about to be the third baseman of the Cubs. Like, if we just go technically yeah. rewrite hey, history. Hey, look at him. You know what I mean? So you got to look at it from that perspective. You be looking at it from all type of different perspectives. <laughs> There's only one. Well, listen, a lot of things are, are, are moving. We at that time of year, baseball's getting ready to launch. So you want Baker in Pittsburgh? Oh, hands down, no question. Oh, man, that's Hands rough. down. Hands down. Because right now, like at the end of the day, we're, we're a disaster. The Steelers. Not with Mitch, though. The Steelers are. No, listen. Believe me when I tell you, when you have a division with Lamar Jackson playing for a contract, you have Burrow, who's gotten three new offensive linemen coming off of a Super Bowl berth. Facts. And then you have uh, Deshaun Watson coming in. And I know he'll be suspended, you know, um, Probably for at least like six games, uh, Goodell will step in. But him and Cleveland with with Cleveland with something to prove, that does not bode well. Like Trubisky doesn't operate well under those type of like insurmountable. It's not type insurmountable. Situation. It's not. He, he's insurmountable. not going to surmount that. I don't know if and that's a word, but he, he's not getting he it. Him, he got Mike T, and I get respect. You know, it's, it's this is gonna be. <laughs> they gonna we gonna have this hey, thing listen, rocking. I'm. I here's what I pray doesn't happen because we know. We. Because here's what we do know that coach that that quarterbacks and bad quarterback play kills coaches. I hope that Mike Tomlin can survive this because there's years like you know this guy's never had a losing season. Um, if he's ever to That's have big. one, it's gonna be with bum ass Mitch Trubisky. I I was I was prayerful that we were getting him in hopes of like Malik Willis falling and all of that because I could live with that. It's not gonna happen because now there's teams up front. But then I thought last year, I thought there was like the, I thought the Falcons, I thought Carolina, I thought Denver would all take quarterbacks, and everybody was like, "No, nah, we'll wait, we'll wait." And we ended up getting the Bears ended up getting a quarterback that yeah. I wanted. So yeah. stranger things I happen, and stranger things do happen in the drafts, and particularly where things fall. So we don't know, but we'll see. Uh, draft is coming up in about five weeks uh, this year from Vegas. I've been. Somebody asked me, "Yeah, we should go out there." I was like, "I don't know," but that would be kind of cool. If we, I don't know if we could do it. Like, if we get some press credentials and go out there and shoot our show, that would be lit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder, could we just go post up and nobody say nothing? <laughs> <laughs> I 
We just set a table up with a step and repeat. Or maybe we just get a suite and just open up the window with with, uh, Vegas in the background. Like, we're coming to you live from from the NFL draft. That would be awesome. Like, yeah, I was about to say, like, how (laughs) Katie used to do set up the whole thing. Yeah, like, (laughs) maybe we could do that. Yeah, hey, look forward to to that. Yeah, Yeah. that's a possibility. I got to ask my wife, though. (laughs) <laughs> Can I go to Vegas for the draft? Go to Vegas and do a draft. Um, do so a no, let's cut there because this has literally been the longest show we've ever had. How long? Where are we're, we? Like we're like an hour and twenty. But listen, are before we? before we get out of here, I want to just remind you to subscribe, like, and definitely get the notifications. Uh, we've been growing like crazy. Y'all are doing a great job of getting the word out. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell all your friends and family that we're here having a good time with sports. This was definitely more of a, a it, like a sports sports show which we can do with, I think, with the best of them. But usually we're having a great time with it. So listen, we're doing our own thing. Definitely continue to check in and support. We thank y'all. appreciate you so much for your support over all this time. I am Mark Stewart. This is my partner, Rob Hunter. And this is Stat Lines Matter. Peace. Bye, boy. I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my... Say it to my face. I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my. Say it to my face.